So I was thinking the other day, right? Um, dude, I should call this show uh, "Me Meeting Friends on the Internet" because <laughs> I don't really meet uh, oh, like everyone cool. on my guest list. Is people yeah, I haven't actually, met yet. Oh my god! I think it's pretty cool. I mean, you should be like, "Oh, don't try this at home because I don't uh, trust you guys with it." But yeah. I'm good at it. <laughs> I'm good. I hope I help. I hope I'm good at it. That's that's the other thing. I mean, you are okay. I mean, which is which is all you need to be, I guess. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. I I didn't get any bad comments yet, so like everyone was like, "Oh, it wasn't that bad." Now it was good and all that stuff. I was like, "Oh, okay." For someone who doesn't talk to people, that's that's a big deal. So you're an introvert, I guess. Yeah, uh, but but you can't completely call me an introvert though. Like it, uh, like I fluctuate. Huh. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah same yeah. here. Yeah, it depends on like how your work is because when I work, I have to be at home and nobody should disturb me. Yeah, it depends on what I do. Obviously, if I'm shooting something different, right? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, and I just sat like ten minutes before this. I'm like, oh my god, I don't know what I'm gonna talk because you know I was working on something and my mind went blank after yeah, I showered. Don't think about it. Don't think about it. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Cool. It's just it's just we're just having a conversation and uh This is episode 3 of Mastering Mediocrity. And look who we have here. Former fashion editor of Cosmopolitan. Hello. Did I get that right? Yes. I used to be I used to be but now I'm doing something of my own and freelancing and part-timing here and there. <laughs> yeah, I, kudos kudos me. man kudos to having your own thing. I appreciate people like solopreneurs entrepreneurs in all ways man like if you can break the system if you can be like you know uh I don't want to work for the man I want to be the man I mean that that wasn't like that that can be gender bent <laughs> by the man i meant you know man woman <laughs> you know way so i mean i wasn't thinking like that i mean oh even God. if you were like i was social media yeah. just this yeah. i know you aren't but someone listening <laughs> would get like yeah. triggered you know like goosebumps running and you know i'm going to roast this guy <laughs> that's how it would end So so my so question for you was how did you get I mean yeah. how how did you get here not not to the podcast to like where you are right now Oh my god how yeah getting on the podcast is difficult getting on the podcast is super dis- <laughs> difficult man you had to get through this huge line and you know I had to shortlist you it's like a yeah. one week waiting period so all that uh, yeah. yeah and also like I should try not to laugh try and then wait. Oh God, that was so difficult. Jesus try Christ! Try not to make me so anxious. Sorry. Yeah, I did that. I, I'm pretty good at. That. <laughs> so, basically, um, I when I was young, I was a very chronically shy kid. I was very shy, and I was yeah. very reserved. Reserved to the point that I would go and tell, like, come. I was I was such a weird kid, but I don't think that's the problem, but I used to go and tell my uh, teacher that you know these kids are making a noise. Why don't you, you know, 
like i was so weird and like like a little so whiny kid and even now were you, but then were you that whiny kid yeah not not, not whiny though i was just not fitting in so yeah. i went to this very uh, conservative muslim uh, i am from muslim family uh, but then i went to this conservative uh, school in sri lanka where you have to wear full length clothing and you know certain subjects are not spoken about for instance uh, everything about uh, sexual production and everything in science was like clipped together because you know it's taboo and all of that so so, so you were uh, i was just not fitting those lessons at like, all i had like so those no, lessons i was touched upon that so when i was in uni it's a quick jump No, no, no. God, so okay. I was there till uh, O levels. Yeah. So then I um, so there it was just different culture. Then I really wanted to like switch, and I I I was always a curious kid. Um, but I was bullied for being curious. I was bullied yeah. for being different, and I still remember up until now when I I had there was this art competition at school, and I. Yeah. I don't know. I wasn't the greatest. I wasn't the best one when it comes to creativity when I was young. Yeah. Uh like so then at this competition my teacher was looking at me. I finished it. I gave it to her. She was she looked at she looked at my work and she cared it and she was like I'm not going to even consider it. It's so so no bad way. because you know they were so kind uh yeah, they were, they were, I still remember her face. They're so fixed. Uh, I don't want to make this very like I know depressing, but right now no, no, I just no. laugh at it. That's off. that's horrible. But, that shouldn't happen I, to anyone. Yeah, but yeah. God, I'm yeah, sorry. it shouldn't I'm happen to, to any kid or anyone, especially kids. Um, that's okay. How old were you? And um, then from that day, I was grade eight, nine, ten, nine, okay. at least nine. Um. So uh from that day or like there were many other incidents that kind of made me realize oh okay I'm not creative enough I'm not smart enough but creative industry I was not even dreaming to be a part of it yeah. then I graduated all from that school and I I I decided to switch to Lyceum and the culture is totally different you have boys there the clothing is different everything is different Yeah. but i was really open to that uh but then there again the kids some most of the kids looked at me in a very different way everyone was like oh my god look at you why do why are you wearing i used to wear hijab mm. so they were like why were you wearing hijab because then my family was family has always been very conservative uh but they never pushed me to uh wear hijab then when i was 16 So I I kind of had this whole questioning of who, well what is religion and everything. So I kind of reconverted myself, um, and then I had this new thing going on. I still have that spiritual sense that I gained when I did that. Yeah. Still up to date, even though it doesn't show on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, so I realized from who when I compared myself to who I am. like the scarf wasn't working out because i wanted to explore a lot and i wanted to express a lot mm. and 
like I wasn't the best one to express it with the staff because I know some people do it well, but I just yeah, was yeah. not working. So I started to like take it off, and people were like, "Oh my God, look at you! Like you know, you're like such a Jew. like these are people who went to Lyceum, okay? Like yeah. like a bit a woke school they call like like you know woke kids who are Is out Lyceum there. Is Lyceum really so that woke though? It was just really <laughs> difficult to fit in. I mean, compared to where I was oh, okay. before, okay. so. Yeah. um again like people teachers and most of the people out there did not look at me as a creative person and for instance i had trouble forming constructing a sentence uh, so i joined i really wanted to give a shot when it comes to when it came to public speaking yeah. and uh, so i had no experience in that so what i did was when they had this speech effective speech class yes yeah. during that i went up and i started talking about this topic i can't remember what it was but i was literally trembling mm. and everyone was like you know giving me condescending looks and i was like oh my god and yeah so it was just so hard and i joined mun and once again it was just so hard for me to stand up and talk i couldn't talk like i'm talking now but i just always told myself no matter what i'm not going to between in something and be like okay this is what i'm comfortable in because i didn't come from a background like this and i didn't fit i kept on pushing you know i had this image of me doing something which was nothing compared to what i was doing earlier or where i was so i was like you know this is what i want i'm going to keep pushing so it's not going to be easy it's not going to go that's going to be like oh, okay fine you don't like me i'm going to i'm going to be this i'm going to try because it's just a lot of emotional and mental strength that you need to build on with like you need to cry or you need to like you need to like push yourself you need to show up basically so i had to do a lot of that and uh for instance when i took up mun most of the people were like oh my god you can't get speeches how are you going to like get try how are you going to get into executive committee and stuff because i applied for that and most of the people didn't believe in me so even basically the school didn't sponsor me because you know the school sends reps right you know like saying oh from our school this person will be applying to x school or whatever so i wasn't sent to school i applied on my own and i got in and then they were like oh okay she represents the school etc etc and um so yeah even then it wasn't easy like i had so much to go like like compared to other kids i was just very different um then i went to uni so there what happened is um it was in malaysia so the culture is different compared to here so you go there try new things people don't stare at you people don't care if you're like new or like or like new to that or whatever whatever but i i not trying to be racist here but um i kind of kept away from the sri lankan friends that i came with me because when i was with them they were very like yeah. huh completely understandable i'm sorry i didn't i can't hear you that's completely yeah, oh, okay. understandable yeah uh okay uh so yeah i i thought <laughs> they were into clicks and they were very like not they were like not letting you to grow i was just really bad vibes so i changed and i i was finding new friends who were kind of kind of letting me grow as i am they were not pushing their way on to me 
So that way, you know, my speaking changed. Everything kind of started to develop. And I'm going back to the MUN example again. I tried MUN again here at uh, Monash in Malaysia. There I could easily speak. I was just getting better and I could feel it. And then I even got selected to a Harvard thing to be sponsored. And like, it kind of gradually improved. I feel like another point here would be to like change the people who you are with. So it's, it's a very, like, it's hard to do as much as it's difficult. You've got to do it, you know, like, it is, people it is, might yeah. call you, oh, you're like, people started to, like, people started to turn me saying, oh, she thinks she's cool for us. So it's not bad. It's just, I'm getting a really bad vibe and it's very, like, not progressing. It wasn't progressive. Yeah, so really I relate to that 100%. Uh, so, yeah, that yeah. happened. And, uh, so when I came back to Sri Lanka here, when I started my job, um, yeah, I was in HR for a while, and then I talk about it in detail, but yeah, I was, um, and then I somehow I ended up in Leoburn in the beginning, uh, so there I was in science everything, and then I kind, I still didn't believe that I can do something creative, so my business, it was a business degree, whatever I was doing, I wasn't, like, even when I wanted to think about fashion as like a career, I was always kind of like, um, I just told myself, oh my God, there's so much pressure. I can't make it. Like, I felt like a competition. See, so once again, if I take you back to where I started, school days, see, we are taught to be competitors. We are taught to compare ourselves with each other, the yeah. ranking system, such and everything kind of mentality. made me ignore this fashion. Yes, that kind of made me ignore this passion, like this cre this talent I had in myself in regard to creativity. Yeah. So then I, to escape from this mental stress I was going through at the agency, I was writing. And I started to kind of, so I started this blog called Filter back in the time. And that even started to attract people. Wait, Filter, like, F-L-Y-T, was it, was it that? Was so that? it was my first blog when I was in Leo Bernard. It was called Filter. Filter. I think I read like, this you know, somewhere. I can't remember. Was it on I the papers? Just, no, I don't think so. I don't know. Where it just started it? like for two months. So I... Okay. I, I might have read this somewhere. It's very, it sounds very familiar. Oh, okay. That yeah. sounds interesting. Let me know where. Let's dig back. Um, so there, I kind of like realized, oh my God, I have so much potential. Then I eventually applied to Cosmo. Even when I started in Cosmo, like it was just really, it's still it's new. I'm learning on the job. This is not, this has nothing to do with my education. Um, because I have this constantly, I've been told for, since I was born that you're not good enough. You're not creative enough. You're, you know, like this creativity only belongs. Like it was, the creative space was made to like, look like it was, it only belonged to like, some people, even when you put out, nobody appreciates. So that kind of was very difficult. I had trouble even writing, but then I had to do my homework and somehow it, it turned out right. I still don't think of myself, oh my God, I'm like the guru or whatever. But I, I will never be, no one will ever be. Uh, but the thing is, you just need to constantly like, in, it's just the proceed, it's, just, it's, the, it's the process that there never will be any destination in life. That's, that's, that's like a delusional concept that we all believe in. Um, Sometimes being delusional is okay. I keep telling myself that. It's okay it's to be okay, delusional. But, 
it's perfectly fine. I'm just saying the idea of a destination is just not there. It's yeah, yeah. like a final destination. You'll always be yeah. going, the, like, the road is always going to get uh, further. Right? So if someone has to take few things out of the whole thing, it would be to like, never, 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 never stop. Because people think, oh my God, everything is impossible. No, nothing is impossible. <laughs> Not everything is impossible. Nothing is impossible. It's actually true. Only when you put in the effort. Yeah. Like, it's, when I say put in the effort, it's not even like uh, hard work, core, don't it's eat, don't sleep. Not that I don't believe in that. plays a very factor. big part. Exactly. So it's just as long as you do that, it's going to be really hard. It's not, more than the job yeah. or the work or whatever that you're aiming for. It's that journey, that emotional journey that you're going to go through is going to be hard but I had to like let go of friends who who I felt like I've evolved out of so I don't have any yeah, friends yeah. from my and from Lyceum I have one very friend. important yeah from Lyceum I do, I have some people that I know and say hi hello but good friends no and not anymore and then uni I do have so uni is where I had biggest big changes coming up and from workplaces also I try not to interact a lot because if I feel like it's becoming a threat to my progress in life, it doesn't make sense. I had good role models. I didn't follow the base, yeah. not basic. I don't want to call anyone basic. Uh, but <laughs> some people are very yeah. too mainstream. I'm just like, uh, too not mainstream too mainstream. Uh, like shallow, right? You know? These people who are perceived yes. as role models. I mean, current day they're like, they're really shallow they have no depth to them they in i mean they call themselves influencers but then i don't see what they're really influencing other than toxic culture and um, you know just I, I don't know man it's 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 just wrong so that that's kind of the mainstream uh persona it's, just it's, post a picture it's something I don't like need. oh you're going here so what who cares I mean it's not even that yeah, like it's just it's a, it's a vibe man I, I believe in vibe a lot I don't know but it's I think it's something yeah. that everyone can like learn to create like um, learn to uh, like you can learn to vibe with yourself because whether you're intuitive or not you because you can get a lot out of it so okay that's a different topic I don't want to go off track go off track the third one is, is um just like not the yeah. friends i'm talking about like who you follow and who you read about and who you have on social media yeah, yeah for sure like basically who you surround yourself with right you that, that impacts yeah yes and like having great role models because that really helps like trust me like it's okay this person might be the most famous person on earth if they are not talking to a soul they don't you don't need them in your world. So, not in a, no, do not kill Man, them. This but is such, a, such a relatable conversation. <laughs> yeah, just, you create your own world by yeah. doing it. <laughs> okay. I, I normally okay. get shit for like, oh, I have uh, a very, very small circle, right? So, I get shit for, yeah. oh, you don't talk to your old friends or have you grown out of them or, oh, oh, you're a big person now, you don't have time for us and I get all that crap, right? All the time. But then, it's not that I disrespect you. It's just that um, 
like i can openly say within the last two months i've cut off like a handful of friends friends that i've had like friends yeah. that have associated myself for the last five years but then the reason is that i'm very goal oriented that's how i've positioned myself and that's how i look at life goal oriented right and i like to surround myself with people who have or oh, share goals right it does we don't have to be on the same track right but then we should all be working towards something we should all be working towards growth at the end of the day right if you're the same yeah. person for the last 5 years you've been cracking the same jokes you're not doing anything with your life you're comfortable right i, I don't know i yeah. i don't want to say i detest people who are comfortable but then that's that's up to you that's completely up to you if you're comfortable that's good for you but then i don't want that vibe around yeah. me right it takes hungriness exactly. away and if you have no hunger then uh, you're a lost soul right so yeah i mean yeah. that's that's a lot of things a that's lot of people don't understand my parents give me shit right they're like oh you know what happened to your school friends and i i don't know <laughs> i don't know if 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 uh, if we were on the same uh, frequency yeah then i would know so so yeah that's so that's, that's you should you should surround yourself with uh, i i don't know who told me this someone told me this when i was very young uh, if you want to be successful surround yourself with successful people right and if you want to just like rot away that's 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 the same reason you find some some people who have no goals who have nothing to look forward to tomorrow and that's that's where you will end up Yeah, it's, so, yeah. yeah, it's it's oh, uh, not even like a bad person. It's, we don't just share the same vision. So I feel like when I wake up in the morning and I'm like subconsciously going through my feed, and if I see this, like it, it doesn't add to my energy. So I think that energy is very important. So I filter yeah. my feed, man, to to the extent that the people I follow, like it, because we spend. a lot of our time on these on these apps right as much as we'd like to disconnect ourselves as much as we don't uh, i mean as much as we don't want to be addicted to them we are and we have no other option right <laughs> i mean my livelihood is kind of uh, dependent on it if i wanted i could just like if i could i i yeah. just deactivate it i've tried it like a lot of times but then it has uh, it hasn't worked um but yeah the it's, only thing you can do is but then it's about uh, how you curate it yeah curated yeah yeah so that's what it has gotten that's, to that's, whenever that's i see someone answer. like with something that if it doesn't uh, if it puts me in a bad mood yeah took unfollow and then i get Lock a shitty it. message oh you unfollowed me how dare you <laughs> how dare you unfollow me <laughs> and all that stuff they they go back to my profile and delete oh. comments and delete likes uh got some crazies man No, yeah, yeah. that's insane. I swear insane. to God, I swear to God, dude. Oh God, so I, 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 I indulge in like that? analytics, like a lot, right? So I mean, I read more analytics yeah, than yeah. I should. Uh, so, so I keep a track of you know what's happening, what are what's happening with my profile and whatnot. So, so I see people like liking my stuff and then unliking it, commenting and like deleting the comment. Like, why? Like, do you have like the freaking time on your hands man to do all these things it's insane go do something productive 2020 when people's real colors come to life 
Yeah, God. God. People are just getting dumber and dumber. And it's just I think it stems from ignorance. Ignorance, and yeah, for sure. They don't want to. Yeah, they don't want to learn, you know, right? They don't want to. No. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people suffer. Another thing that I want to from not knowing themselves. Yeah. How like people say life is not fair, right? so people don't understand that when they hustle or when they interact or when they even do something really small they expect everything to be handed over to them or like um it's just this uh energy that they bring like while we on that topic of curating people um <laughs> when you try to curate people when you go for people when you network for instance okay yeah we all have to network or like not network but we all have to like get to know people and then there are two things that result out of it one thing is some of them are very uh nice you know like for us okay and then number two yeah. is like you get people who would just give you attitude because yeah. um they because don't like you not because you're just because not your vibe or anything <laughs> they think that is i I don't know it's just so recently I've been um so for instance let's say someone is going applying to this competition and saying oh hi this okay. is my application and they tell you I'm sorry we can't take you because of you know this certain thing um yeah. and you say okay fine uh, okay cool bro whatever and then you see they have recruited someone else who's lower than you in that but then just because they know them or they're not sri lanka they're yeah, posh yeah yeah, uh, yeah yeah not posh like they're like just not they're just white it, i mean people talk about black lives matter and everything this and that and that and this but when it comes to like um when you're hiring a lot hiring a local and like an international they give importance just because because they and they say oh i mean the numbers don't matter when Uh, the person on the other side is not uh lo- is not a local so i feel like that's a huge problem that we don't talk about so especially here it's yeah, been spoken about in the other parts famous right they have been famous for it it's, they've been doing that yeah. for decades right like yeah. job opportunities for like white people or i mean it's it's a real problem like um uh like i've i've done this before like if i if i go like walk to a shop or something if i ask someone the price or something and they treat me differently but then if i tell them you know i'm not sri lankan they treat me like a sir come in and all that stuff right so there's there's that too but that's 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 like a it's like a it's a cult, cultural construct that that's that's in there for ages like that that's that's in there for ages it just gets annoying when you feel like it's getting in the way of the opportunities that should not come to you equal opportunities yeah there yeah, should be equal opportunities and that's the same people who tweet diversity who tweet about yeah and everything and then they just go and do yeah. this and you know and every like they're just famous people here and you're like oh my god are you kidding me and they've been in that industry for like years so you're just questioning a lot of things and i mean that that rejection kind of really took a lot toll on me usually i don't care about rejection i've, I've never given a shit yeah. about rejection so when i get a rejection, rejection i don't man. think about it cuz celebrated it. yes it's a normal thing this podcast thing. should be celebrating I mean, like rejection man <laughs> you you got negative negativity 
so yeah that has been like taking a toll on me and i think but the moment i realized you know what i just accepted i accepted that life yeah. is not going to be fair like it's going to be it's sometimes we can't blame it to lanka wherever you go you're going to like you're going to be discriminated on a color or anything yeah. sometimes you have to be a princess or prince to be like accepted perfectly uh so i think unless you're that or unless you basically unless you come from a castle you don't get that kind of treatment so yeah what i've kind of learned now is just to like it just just ignore it you know it just negate the idea that it happened and learn from it and just keep going forward as these are like very simple lessons but sometimes you need to go through the mill to learn it i guess so yeah that's another sure. thing that i've learned when you're on the lookout for opportunities or when you're growing as a freelancer or like you're growing on our, on your own doing your own thing what comes in your way is that again you need to this is all connected to people i like i love i love the flow oh my god okay um so basically when you connect with people so i have this philosophy i am very stubborn like when i connect with people i only go and connect if i like the person genuinely if i think okay they are nice people so even the nice people if they don't if i don't vibe i don't vibe you need that you need to like especially in my recent job um like given this impression that you need to go in there and like just be with uncomfortable people and just kiss ass so much ass so that uh, you get the job or you get more freelance work or you get whatever whatever a special treatment yeah. and from the beginning like i've gone through i've been cried i've i've cried so much because someone else kissed ass and got what i should be getting and i didn't and i just stick to my philosophy i was like one day i was like you know what i even tried kissing ass at one point i tried doing it i was like extra nice and but it was not was people like us can't kiss ass me. you know that's I, that's I, the I truth people like us couldn't. can't kiss ass yeah i'd rather not get the gig than kick ass kick ass i'd kick ass i wouldn't kiss ass so, <laughs> so i rather just be like let go of that opportunity than like yes, uh 100% letting my like who am i like kind of compromise with my life or something hmm is it pride is pride a factor i mean do i think the problem is we have been taught to you know even when you see like it's like to see to when you if when you go back in time and see what you what we've taught is we type a letter we are taught to say hey dear how are you we are not taught to write an email to in a way that we be ourselves and write it it's okay to be formal yeah. but you can always be formal and not boring and not be another robot so we yeah. we've been taught to communicate we've been taught to like stick with someone stick with a job just because it's perfect so that thing is the correct like is is seen like the correct there like you know if you don't don't know people you don't get job especially sri lanka it's a small city so it's small country so you know colombo is even more small city given the job that you do it's just so hard to find jobs so you got to like get in there and you know kiss and say is as so but i don't think that's the way just sometimes the effort that you put in that will actually take your energy off especially connecting yeah. with the wrong people 
you rather put that effort in growing yourself and going out there and vibing with the right people basically this are you who you being who you are attracts your tribe i think yeah your vibe attracts your tribe it's just, i think every time that it's spoken about it's just about vibing i'm learning something about yeah. myself today it's all about the vibe <laughs> talk about the vibe man vibe check i'll check i mean i mean i've always kind of like uh, wondered what about people who are not intuitive intuitive but they want like they want to grow this i think they should just like trust themselves i don't know that, that's See, something i'm really so the biggest factor there is is you knowing yourself you can't be anything you can't be anything without knowing yourself first right for you it's the vibe for me it's like gut feeling mm-hmm. right okay. it's the Because same thing it's just we we have different terms for it uh like oh i followed my gut feeling like like i've been right mm-hmm. all the time like if my gut tells me not to do this i wouldn't do it and I, it is yeah, never failed of yourself and your experiences as yeah. suppose my previous job what i've again learned is it has a lot to do with networking and i've been kind of criticized for not uh talking to someone they're like oh my god it's peers to me it's, it's your job i'm like if that person is showing locusy and just, you know i'm not going to i, yeah, I yeah. for me it's yeah, about yeah, yeah. no matter who you are i will treat you the same you could be the ceo you could be a big influencer i don't care i will treat you right for me i don't have a low opinion of you it's just i can't yeah. do like oh, i can't go like oh my god you look so good today like i do that yeah. <laughs> sometimes when i really hate someone i go and compliment their dress but i do that when i like them also so you can't tell the difference <laughs> oh my god now everyone who looks at this thing oh my god no now, i'm so not <laughs> Uh, no uh, you know it's a tone that i say look out for the tone oh my god <laughs> look out for the tone you guys a part of my job actually includes selecting people to be interviewed you know who we do yeah. who do we collaborate with and what i've kind of observed is others is they go with numbers how many followers do they have how many like who are they well, like one is who are their friends and I think the first thing that should come is what are they who are they as a person because yeah. I sometimes have not like I don't have a say in everything they have made a decision with but um I mean they ask and sometimes you you sometimes I say you know straight up like I don't like the person but when there are other people who are actually connected to them and they prefer them you can't do anything right so then yeah. you let it go and you, you I can't realize people don't people ask like you said before people are very shallow they don't see uh what could have been seen like um they, like they just go with followers and their achievements instead of how are they as that a person that metric isn't uh, is good... it's, it's literally the worst metric to measure a person from how can you measure a person by their followers they could have bought their followers or they could have 5000 followers but only have like 2% engagement so like some people have like 10000 followers but then they get like 50 likes a picture or like zero comments so like what does that even mean how is that metric valid right they're probably a shitty person so how can you use that metric to yeah. like judge a person like i used to get that so I, i was very comfortable at like 600 followers like for the longest time i was okay with that circle right i had like 600 followers and i'd get like good amount of engagement 
But then when gigs started asking, oh, you know, I went with a filmmaker who had 1,000 followers or like 2,000 followers, that's when it started bugging me. Like, okay, I know I'm clearly better than him. So why am I not getting these gigs? Is it because these numbers matter so much to you? And at at a point, my profile was private also. So I just like made it public and it just jumped. The culture around um, us, how we judge people has, has, has gone to like an absurd extent. And I think at the end of the day, they're buying your talent. And even if someone is featuring you somewhere, I mean, with the magazine culture, what happens is they only go to like the famous people. But, you know, if you're featuring, you're basically, the objective is to bring together collaborators or like artists together. Anyone should be able to like, people obviously, oh, what am I getting out of this? But what are you giving to the readers? What are you giving to your customers when yeah, you collaborate yeah. with someone? Yeah. So that should be the angle that should be seen. And I, I, I'm always kind of thinking, oh my God, how do people just, because the whole idea about your PR is your network, your network is your network, is kind of flawed to an extent. It's about who you, it should be a tweet. Because when you say network, you're actually basing it on how many people you know it's not how many people you know it's about who you know um uh, i think that should be the understanding behind it because i when i started cosmo in the initial year i used to suffer because it was really hard to like communicate with certain people unless i give up some of who i am like i know i kind of like go down and be like oh my god and, like they don't work with you unless okay there was this one designer who uh, I tried to collaborate with her so I called like I called her she told me to call me and she's like I'll call you back okay I was like okay cool call me back yeah, she called happens. me back that I was I was, I, I was talking no, she called <laughs> me back she called me oh okay so I was on a, okay. I was talking to someone so I couldn't I couldn't answer the call so I I had to call okay. the call I had to I didn't answer the call. So when I called her back, she cut okay. the call. So then I learned she doesn't like when you don't answer her calls. So it's petty. Oh, it's, yeah. it's mental. It's, it's mm. mental out there. So I, then I was also thinking that like, I, I, I just, I just couldn't, I was like, you know what, if I, I don't even sometimes go as a stylist, I go as like, like a, like a like expression fashion like a broader range and with style decision it's more yeah. of like a broader vision there so that is because i didn't want to depend on a career that completely depends on another person i want to i want it to be business of empowerment where you know it won't be depending on these factors so i think what people should if people are stuck in a place where they can't decide between giving a and finding a business it's all about finding a middle line it's not about finding a middle line we're kissing ass in this but it's what you just go out there be nice to everybody even make it yeah. i mean i feel like be uncomfortable about networking just go out there and talk to people you know just cold email people do everything but don't compromise anything about you while you're doing that your integrity be who yes, you are yes, while yes, you're doing yes. that Yes, don't do that. Like when some think, okay, the idea is not to just only talk to my friends and do business with people who I like. 
that doesn't work like that. Sometimes you need to go and make yeah. a difficult conversation with someone who feels intimidating. You have to. You have to. You have to. You have to get out of your comfort zone. Do everything it like whatever it takes to get what you want. But you should also keep in mind at what cost, right? If you're going to sell yourself to get something mm. you want, then is it really worth it? If you're if if at the end of the day you lose your personal identity, is it really worth it? I personally find it frustrating. Yeah. Like a lot of my friends, right? They go to, they they have these jobs that they hate doing. Like they complain every day. Oh fuck, I have work tomorrow. Oh fuck, I have to do this. They hate it so much, but then they don't do anything. They're not taking any yeah. action towards like solving a problem. They don't want to yeah. quit either. They have no they have no other option to an extent. Like it's not that they want to do anything. They they're just so comfortable complaining about it. That's that's what that's what pisses me off. They're very they're happy very complaining. So so then you can't help them, right? So if if all they want to do is complain, then complain away. You don't want a solution. Like if you tell them, oh, if you hate it so much, why don't you just quit? Oh no, I can't quit, dude. Oh, what will I do? Like, <laughs> so like a lot of people, people like. That, like so. A lot of people were like when I was hoping, like I was, I, oh, I told you, right? Hey, I'm looking out for some remote stuff. And I mean, you two were sure, but a lot of other people were like, oh my God, just stick where you are. Things are hard out there. I was like, you know, I can't wait for the pandemic to go away, but I need to get on going because it was, yeah, yeah, for it sure. It was just hard. But then, um, so I know friends who kind of stick to things because it is hard right now. Take to terrible things for terrible pay because a lot, uh, like some yeah. places that I know, not all the places, some places that I know are not paying the employees properly because of the pandemic. But, uh, but some, uh, it's not really the pandemic. Some at times it's just quoted as the reason. So, like they are yeah. struggling to pay bills. So, I mean, some of these companies are still making the same amount. There, I mean. They're 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 still making the same revenue, so I don't I don't fucking understand why why the pandemic is an excuse. It's an excuse right? most of the time, or sometimes, or anytime. It's an excuse sometimes. Okay, it's the truth. So please, some of these guys have to work even harder, right? Exactly. Like they have to work overtime and stuff, and they still get paid half their salary. So who are we kidding? It doesn't make right? sense, man. And like the whole, it's, it feels like slavery because. Um, there's this whole mentality then when you're young you can't be paid a lot of money and when you're yeah, old it's, it's like I feel like it's just a lot of these fair. people a lot of these people I think it's the Sri Lankan corporate culture that you know if you're young if you're right out of school, even regardless of what skill set you have you will not get paid you will not get paid for shit and uh, and as you as you go ahead, like let's say you worked at two different companies for two years, even if you're a bimbo, even if you have no freaking clue how to do your job, you'll still be up the ladder. Because uh, recently, a friend was telling me about this big um, e-commerce company in Sri Lanka, right? Very well-known e-commerce company. Um, so he he went in there for uh, they had a meeting. So different people, different uh, heads of departments were sitting there and they were all discussing logistics on how to, um, I think it was, they were supposed to sell a service or something like that. So the people at this company, they, they, they brand themselves as, you know, Sri Lanka's best uh, e-commerce and whatnot. These guys, like the head of logistics has no idea 
uh, how logistics works. He's like, oh no, I should call someone. Dude, you freaking head, head, like these guys, they get hired because they have like 10 years of experience. But can you really handle the job is the task. Right? So if you work for, let's say if you work for like Haley's or like big companies, right? They get, they get these jobs based on the company's names, right? Oh, I've worked for this company for four years or this company for three years. So that, that adds up to the resume. They don't care if you're good at your job or not, right? That shouldn't be the case, right? It doesn't matter. Like that's, it's, 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 a, it's the same like, oh, you know, my dad is this person. It's the same thing. I worked at this company. It's the same comparison, right? And there are, are you some going to be series. judged for? Uh, yeah, and then crazy. and then uh, uh, when you apply for a job, and if you know someone there, you get like, oh, you know, there's someone, someone, you know, like if you if you know the if you know the head of the company, you're like sorted, you're like in the company. So just like yeah. pe- like people like when you go for a job, what re- the things that really bothers most of us, like us is the fact that the freedom factor you know when you are company with a company you can't do a lot you can't have your own life you can't post stuff on the internet you're like oh my god why are you posting that you that's fucking annoying and then the other thing is it's um, like i don't think that should be the case right like just because you're employed just because you get paid you get paid a certain i don't i don't think they understand you get paid a certain salary to do a job from 9 to 5 exactly you still have a life outside that you still have a life you can still function outside that and you have no say in what i do outside work right if it doesn't affect my work performance then you have no freaking say right unless there was an nda before you signed up and saying that you know blah 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 you can't do this and that but still with NDA is like, I don't think like, they included in the contract saying, oh my God, you can't since you're working for the company. So I know friends yeah. who started their own thing while they were there somewhere. So then they yeah. were like kind of scrutinized because it was conflict of interest or whatever. The thing is, what I'm trying to say is the whole idea of conflict of interest, the meaning, the translation is, um, yeah. you can, I can only, I can take use of your, uh, talent. Nobody else can, yeah. not even yourself. No one can. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that is like, Sri Lanka the real has no meaning. respect for intellectual property, right? That's, that's a big problem. Yeah. They don't give oh a God, crap yeah. about your IP. It's such a, it's such a big problem, right? I get clients who like literally like they'll pay you, they'll like, they come and ask, oh, can you make this video for 10,000? And I'm like, oh, I can't. Right literally can't that doesn't even cover like transport and like rental stuff right after like let's say i do it and they want the footage as well that's my intellectual property i can't just give it to you yeah and then and then they send this footage to an agency saying oh can you add something on top of that and give it yeah Yeah. like and like we have had instances where you know like um people would use the color the pictures that like, okay, let's say pictures are taken by a certain group or a certain campaign, you can, or a magazine or anything, you cannot use that without a logo or crediting the photographer. Or yeah, you can't repurpose unless it. Unless you right? pay for it. Uh, like, you pay for it and yeah. say, okay, this is, a, I'm paying for it. the picture, you're paying a big amount, done. But you're only paying for like a collaboration or something like that. I think you have to, have to, have to, like, credit the person for instance let's say i design a clothing item and someone is like oh nice and like this and that 
Alam they take me pic. They've shared the pictures. They shoot. How will I feel? Imagine I style a shoot for something and someone just takes a crazy like, oh, this is me wearing. I'm like, bro, like, and not even I'm like a personal. That is fine, but okay, fine, whatever. But yeah. so on professional level, they repurpose it for like posters and everything, which I think is non-ethical, and people do not understand that. Uh, if it's a BTS, it's fine, but you know some. original work is work right like someone's work is work you can't take for a picture yeah. and coming back to this thing where we were talking about millennials and workplace and blah 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 and the thing is the main thing it really bothers me the reason that pushed me to start my own thing and something we've spoken about it before about how starting our own things and treating our work our workers like employees employees correctly uh is like mainly freedom wise i just I just hate that fact. The second thing is, I feel like the pay around the world, especially here, is really unreasonable for the jobs that we have been doing. We could have been yeah, paid so much. We could yeah. be like rich people right now, and we could and, live comfortably. Like screw being rich, right? We could be we could be living comfortably and not scrape, uh, scrape us. Just scrape, right? Oh my god! Is, yeah, oh my literally. god! Literally, the thing is like like it's an, crazy. the uh, the one thing that fits to this is because the creative industry here is not really treated well and writers wise you know people want people will pay you like 10 dollars to write 2000 words and what the fuck is 10 dollars i mean like it doesn't make sense and, and they want to pay one like, um, like the reason you're freelancing complaining about 10 dollars like i know people who pay writers 1000 rupees like for an article so so that's how bad the industry it goes lower than that don't worry it goes lower than that so the problem is that as long as there's someone who's willing to do it for cheap there'll always be someone willing to pay cheap that's, that's the problem so right i was about to get there because see when with the fashion bloggers the blogging scene what happens is people who blog correctly can't say oh okay i'm going to charge you $2000 for a blog post because why i can't charge because another blogger with some 5000 followers sorry Or five. That's like okay. Let's say twenty-five thousand followers. Uh, with some yeah. fake engage. Oh, I like my leg. Sorry. The fake engagement <laughs> is uh, basically getting products for free and only charging them ten thousand rupees and getting the job done. So why do they have to come to me? But yeah, I think the way to go around this and the whole uh, conventional workplace is just um, like you can't. Thing is. you have one life and the time you have per day is 24 hours and you can't as a person you can't change much but what you can do is like you said before about hope that as long as there's someone to do it there will be people encouraging it is not to confirm it and just to move away uh that's what i have done and i've encouraged my friends also to do it's okay if you have changed 10 jobs within Two years or one year to one. I don't. That's we don't. Nobody cares. Fine. It's about. No one cares. It's just being where you should be, like in a mentally, in a good place, mentally, physically, financially, so that it, it's a yeah. two-way thing. It's not slavery. It's not. You're not But paid to go get someone's coffee easy, or put up right? with someone's bullshit. Because as long as 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 much as you want easy, that, like, I'm completely fine going through like five, seven jobs, whatever. But my parents aren't. right because they weren't brought up in that uh yeah. 
like they weren't brought up in that culture right they're culture. like oh you go to one company like my dad probably went like he worked at two two three companies and then each company had like maybe 10 years of experience or something there so what i do is like odd so he finds it super odd like dude you can't even hold a job i was like it's not that i can't hold a job these guys are incompetent right they can't utilize me so why am i wasting my time with them right exactly i'm underutilized wherever i go so why should i work for someone there are instances i've worked for people who who don't know jack shit they don't know how they operate their business so what am i taking out of that right i'm not growing because he barely i mean kudos to him he's he's running a business regardless i'm not shaming him or her because you know because yeah. they are finding it hard to run their business like they are learning on their way right but then i'm not obligated to work for someone like that right if i think i mean i i probably run a business i mean start a business run it to the ground that's all up to me i take complete responsibility but then is it should yeah. i be forced into working for someone right that's that's a completely different yeah, story yeah but i like we should be able to make our own decisions and and should not be and shamed for oh, it i know it's really difficult to like switch 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 but the fact that you know you keep you kind of not resort to it okay so sometimes you know let's say you land a new job now and that's also shit people are starting to being weird and all of that okay maybe you can't immediately move i think it's okay to be on the lookout for like you got the yeah. learning you learn something here maybe you take it somewhere else especially for entrepreneurs okay fine they can stick to shit jobs for a while yeah. and then because they know they're going to do their own thing but what about somebody who doesn't want to be an entrepreneur it's okay and i think they deserve to be everybody is everybody deserves to be but i mean they also deserve yeah. to be in a place okay. where they're they're happy to give and take it's not like oh my god like it doesn't feel like pressure it should like my idea of an ideal workplace is the person who is working for you should come there and feel like this is my office you know it's not like oh my god this is my office yeah the office i'm working for them this is my office it should empower them that's that's the that's a problem with our culture right like even people in companies they assume they assume okay i mean sri lankans are by nature subservient right yeah by nature by nature they are they are i don't know they 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 that this is how they 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 bend their head towards every you know roll over show their belly when things get tough and that's why bosses like they're so used to everyone just you know being so subservient they assume okay my employers are my slaves i can treat them like crap supervisors can treat you like crap and you can't say anything but that's not how it's supposed to be the entire like you i'm not i'm not working for yeah. you for the pay right the pay isn't like Thing. isn't the it's a lifestyle right the measurement right it's a, it's a they don't realize what a big give and take it is yeah it's it's and a huge give and take like it's, it's not only about sometimes taking sometimes what you take is also not enough i think wherever you go i think the motive is to like whether you're going to start your own thing or whether you're going to be working somewhere it's about finding a space that you're empowered mentally physically and like um not physically oh my god mentally emotionally and uh, financially you're happy you're like content i don't know why i said physically okay <laughs> just cut that out um so yeah though 
time everybody works you it's okay yeah. we have something to do let's work on this a bit extra it's fine it's normal but when you push them every day like it becomes like because they're living, it becomes a habit and the body kind of resists i think just there's a science behind it and yeah to the extent that they burn out so if they burn out then are you going to take the responsibility for their mm-hmm. um, you know for their mental yeah, and you, and if you uh, being greedy enough they're going to not going to benefit you, you so either you know it's going to if you're only looking at numbers wise please don't do that they're not uh what would be a word of advice you'd give to um um let's say the younglings trying to get into um, you know fashion expression wise getting into style writing and all that stuff like aspiring aspiring stylist yeah yeah with this industry An aspiring stylist oh aspiring okay okay god uh, so with this industry especially with fashion and with writing or whatever it's a bit it looks saturated it looks like everybody wants to do it like everyone's doing it everybody is a fashion blogger everybody is a stylist everybody is a model everybody is a writer everybody is a poet like everybody is everything it's that kind of an industry but what's very what what's the good thing about it is or is that when when you know yourself pretty well you are communicating from your voice and your voice is different and when when it, when it transcends into your styling writing the way you model or the way you work in within this industry like it's all about expression right then you become unique and that's the key to your success and things that will come in your way to kind of find your, so basically finding your own voice is key when you're aspiring and new as much as you know you might be pushed to like uh, confirm to mainstream idea as a way of working you shouldn't maybe in the beginning people might will have trouble understanding what you're trying to say and it's fine you learn around it but you do not learn you don't try to change who you are and what your your voice you know that because if you take big designers like alexandra mcqueen or like dior no dior and want to that yeah dior and the new brand jacmus they are they all are different brands they jacmus for instance like i'll tell a quick story about him it's because he is a self-learned fashion designer who, who uh had no support he comes from the south of france literally no financial support but he persevered like he had this persistence of doing it and making it big so what he did was he started his own collection he went on doing stuff and uh once outside where well, i can't remember when it's dior or chanel a uh, fashion show he took his model and he just went on a protest fashion show oh i heard about so this so that gave him because see yes. he's not so he's not a successful fashion designer right not not then he's not known so what he needed was press yeah so you don't get press unless you have the money it goes back to how people press goes behind followers and money so for him to create that tension he went and did that so people had wrong misconceptions about him oh he's a self learned designer what kind of stitches is going to but that was his style see people have trouble understanding your style because when it comes to beauty or expression of fashion 
they think fashion is a girl dressed in red dress wearing high heels so that is still the thing a polished look but fashion is many things billy eilish is a fashion icon people will have trouble understanding then it's okay so it's about finding your voice and sticking to it no matter what thank you so much for tuning in if you want to stay up to date please follow us on our instagram the handle is mastering mediocrity pod till then stay blessed and peace